It's Tuesday, June 18th, and in today's podcast, I sit down with Tommy, and we talk about migrating from Dropbox to Office 365. We cover some of the tools, some of the decisions that need to be made, and an overall strategy of how to do this. Enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Work Together Better podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. This is Three Wheels' official podcast about enterprise collaboration, how people, process, and technology combine to help organizations, departments, and teams work together better. Welcome to the Work Together Better podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. I'm here with co-host Tommy Ryan. How are you doing, Tommy? Wonderful. Spectacular. (laughs) Good. Would you like some more adjectives? Sure. My other, or should I say, my other bald prince brother. Yes. (laughs) So I'm going to have to explain that. Yes, I'm going to have to explain that. Yeah, yesterday I learned that uh, the original form of Ryan was Mulryan, which one of the translations from... Uh, Irish, uh, it means bald prince, which I think is so appropriate for the Not two bald, for the fresh two bald prince. Brothers. No, it's two bald prince. Okay, uh, which we'll take. I think that's kind of cool. I'll, 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 that, that's just fine with me. Uh, today, our subject is continuing on with different uh, migrating from different platforms to Office 365. Today, our focus is going to be on another one of the file platforms or one of the the ones that came originally with was very purpose built which was dropbox Mm -hmm. and uh dropbox we've got a long history that's probably a good place for us to start here we're um you know originally uh, it was one of those products that just worked and had a million and one integrations and just seemed to be the the dominating um uh product that was out there one that you could use both internally and externally and security seemed to be very well done, um, and we we used it pretty pretty uh, often uh, at th- here at Three Will. Yeah, it, we were coming right off a of Groove, I think, and trying yeah. to find another way to share information. And Groove was that kind of a, a natural way to work with documents, and it pushed it down to the file system. So you kind of worked with documents as though they were documents that are local to your hard drive and um, that's I think the beauty of what Dropbox brought as a product is it just worked it was simple and it had enough security and controls to make you feel comfortable that your files were taken care of. Yeah, it's just so it was so tightly integrated into uh, File Explorer or Finder on the Mac. Um, you know, it's just really, really a well-built, purpose-built type of product. In fact, this is one of those. You know, we're we're talking here about migrating and moving off of different platforms into Office 365. This is one of those that we still continue to use this day, even though we are, you know, we use OneDrive quite aggressively and and use it, you know, SharePoint and OneDrive and all the Microsoft products. We still, to this day, still uh, use Dropbox. And I think for us, uh, and it might be a reason that larger organizations do this, but it's been primarily for uh, security reasons, just just for us to know that, um, 
you know, that we're, the content is secured. We're, it's not, I think our, our primary concern is because we are a lot of very technical folks that might have uh, elevated access to different parts of our Office 365 tenant. We just didn't want anybody running into, you know, information about salaries or stuff like that and messing yeah. stuff up with that. Yeah, and because of the simplicity of administrating yeah. your your Dropbox account for a corporate account, it allowed us to have a very very small set of people that you know could have exposure to that kind of sensitive information. And um, you know, when it like you said, when it's in Office three sixty five, that's across the entire organization. We get multiple people that had different levels of permissions and. When we're moving files around, a lot of times there's a little bit of a concern of, are we going to put this in the wrong place where it gets surfaced and searched and yeah. all of a sudden people are stumbling across information that's not good to have out in the open. Now, this is one of those I think sort of um, was in line with um, Box and some of the more of the pure, uh, more of the purpose-built types of applications in this case for file sharing and um, and you know keeping secure file uh, purposes. Um, and so when we talk about doing the migration, I think here we're uh, you know primarily talking about those files. Uh, moving over, uh, and we're, we're talking about file content. We're talking typically about security or permissions. We're talking about folder structure and maybe some of the metadata with regards to the files moving over as far as what's coming and moving over out of Dropbox and into Office 365. Yeah, it's one of the simpler ones. Yeah. Um, and we thought it was interesting when we were looking at what's supported by Fast Track and not seeing Dropbox there. It was interesting when yep. they do have Box, and you know, it might be due to there's less complexity there. There's less to, to kind of to work through to to uh, do a migration, and the tooling out there is yeah. well supported to get that over there. So it becomes less of you know a technical feat to accomplish it to more of how do you organize around where's this going to go? You know, I've got OneDrive, I've got team sites, I've got Microsoft Teams, I've got communication sites, where's this content reside? And, um, and how do I do the analytics around that content to understand what's valuable to leave behind, yeah. what's uh, more appropriate to archive, and, um, you know, figure out how do we maximize the impact of that content where we're not diluting it by bringing everything over and plopping it over in one place, but we're putting it in the appropriate place and only bringing over what is necessary. Just like when you're moving to a new house, you do some of that yes. cleaning up and you sort of say, do I really need to keep this or not? And, and you, you end up coming up with a, a strategy around both sort of like where does it need to go to from a security standpoint and from a how, to, how it needs to be shared within the organization to, you know, uh, uh, deciding what can be archived and maybe, you know, won't be edited in the future and just needs to be archived somewhere. Right. Yeah, and, and that might seem simple, but I find that that can be the most challenging part of the effort is, you know, where do we draw the line? You know, we're... Um, you know, we can go look at containers that have content and say that, oh, we want to move this over there. Um, well, looking through that container of content, maybe you have some files that have been changed in the last couple months, 
but maybe you have files that have been there for five or six years. Uh, do you bring everything over, or do you just bring over the more recent content that has collaboration? Do you know, is this a reference file that people just read and never update? Um, so can we get the views that, that have been made on this document? Um, if you know if this do- document's never been touched, viewed, or edited in the past 10 years, is that a, you know, a document you need to have um, within your repository, or is it you know, time to archive that type of content? Yeah, the other, you know, you were mentioning this a little bit earlier, which is, is a great candidate for using uh, migration tools. And we saw, when we started looking through what's out there, we saw a lot of a uh, number of our partners were, were just, we're open to using the, the tooling that's appropriate for our clients. So we saw, you know, SkySync, we saw Quest, uh, Mover.io. I know they're, they're another one that's out there. Um, you know, there are other uh, I'm sure ShareGate, I didn't run into them right away, but I'm sure that's one of the types of migrations that they can do as well. This is one of those that you just sort of, yeah, you know, I think the the um, doing this right reminds me of what uh, the conversation that I have with, with Kirk about migrations, which is the important piece of these migrations is uh, communication, communication, communication. It's really about planning this out and uh, making sure that you're moving somebody's content and that you're saying, you know, I'm going to, you know, communicating them about um, where it's going to be moved to, giving them choices as to how it gets moved, and then, you know, letting them know it's going to move on this day, and then, you know, reporting yeah. back, giving, giving, because um, again, when uh, internally you really want to make sure that people, people are spending hours, you know, spending a lot of time uh, developing this content. And you want to make sure that they feel in control of it and that your systems that you're putting in place are reliable and that they can, you know, that, that they won't show up one day and all of a sudden something's moved without them knowing it. Yeah. And that's how, yeah. how vital that is. Even, even we're just talking about files. We really, you really need to nail the communication piece of it and have a good communication plan. Yeah. And, and, you know, as I was hearing you talk about that and another dimension to that communication is, um, getting people excited about the move, you know, not just the logistical parts of it, but well, why are we making this move in the first place? You know, what, what are the benefits and what are going to be the the ways that you can collaborate in the future that you couldn't do in the past? Mm -hmm. Um, So what pain points that are being addressed as part of the migration? And, And some of it also has financial aspects of, you know, we're saving the, the company a million dollars a year, you know, by this consolidation. And not only are we saving that money, um, well, we've got better ways to collaborate. We have a more seamless, integrated experience because we don't have two or three products for file management. We have mm-hmm. one product. And so you learn how to do it. That applies to every aspect of your collaboration throughout the company. We looked one of the things, a couple other things before we wrap up here. Um, we were looking and we could see how within uh, Microsoft Teams, within that experience that you could add Dropbox and just having it as another place where you're storing files. Not a whole lot of additional integration that we, you know, that as far as like, you know, um, being able to start up uh, comments or to talk about, a, start a conversation, excuse me, about the about a specific document, but a way of just a, uh, helping you to, to sort of stay in the team's environment. But along the lines of what you're saying right now, you know, once you've got that document, that content moved over, you're, you do have things like um, where you're accessing it via Teams and 
can do a lot more with it than if it's just uh, looks like it's a um, file on your file system and you know you're just keep, you're getting the latest version of it. Uh, so there's a lot more within the Microsoft experience that once it's been moved over that you can do with those files. Right. Yeah. And you know we said earlier it just works with Dropbox where the the file sync technology was very solid and I yep. think that played well to the success of Dropbox is it just worked. It was simple. Um, and you're always kind of, kind of toying around, you know, purpose built, singular focus type software versus uh, a more broader vision for what you're doing. And we, we saw that with Dropbox where now they're going with a new user yeah. interface that has yeah. that kind of that single pane of glass, similar to what Teams has to be able to manage and collaborate with that content in the context of teams or one-on-one type of conversation. So, you know, they're creating this layer that's on top of this to be able to do tasking to, you know, provide, provide kind of a team context, um, and collaboration and, and leveraging things like Slack to build some of those conversations. Um, so it's interesting that Dropbox can't kind of, stay in that lane of we're just going to be the best file sync technology that's simple and easy. Um, they're trying to be the front door. And I think yeah. everybody wants to be that front door into the content because um, people can make that switch easier if they just have, well, that's just a dumb file repository. Um, I'm going to save some money and consolidate and get rid of these licenses and just go put it in one drive or SharePoint. So I think they're trying to invest in their future, and that's interesting that they're making that move and, and how that will play out for them if it um, plays out well or, you know, maybe complicates things for their Yeah, it's, it, feels, it feels a bit like, like when we're looking at the experience of Dropbox within uh, Teams, like they're, they're almost relegated to, the, to an experience of it's just sort of there, it's just another file source that's out there, and how every, everybody wants to be the front end. And... and, and you know, we're, we've gone through a lot of these different platforms, and it's interesting to see how they're sort of organizing themselves. Somewhere they're the social piece of this, like with uh, face, uh, Workplace for, uh, by Facebook and then in Slack. And then we're seeing some of these that are just the file component of this, like Box and Dropbox. And, so, and they're all trying to sort of like get and build additional types of things into the experience that they have and want to sort of play against the big boys, which I would... I'm you know, almost classifying like there. Then we have the big ones that are really competing against head to head, which would be, for me, would be Google, Salesforce, and Microsoft have a lot of the overlapping uh, entire experience, and mm-hmm. that's sort of like that's a really, uh, you know, the there's tremendous amounts of app, um, of overlap there. But it's interesting to see how this is all sort of organized itself into different types of apps and and. Um, and uh, some of the, yeah, I, I think for us, it's sort of like where, where it's interesting is sort of s- trying to understand where people need help with these, with these um, you know, w- what types of things that people need help with in addition to the basic stuff and where, the, where like an, a, a company like Three Will can come in and really provide a lot of, a lot of help and value to them uh, when they're looking at making some of these moves. Yeah, man, I think a lot of that comes from you just, don't migrate things that often. Yeah. So kind of knowing what are the pitfalls and what are the best practices around communication and organizing around an effort. 
um, so you don't stumble upon that. Yeah. You know, in a project, you kind of do it right the first time because you're only going to have kind of one chance at doing it. Yeah. This is we've we've had a done a, done a uh, blog post or a podcast in the past about this. Where in fact, I'm fairly certain it's a podcast, which is your know, best of breed versus all in one platforms, and just there, there's benefits to either one in some. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else you want to cover um, before you wrap up here. No, I think that covers the main points. Good. I mean, so it's, it's, it's in a, simplicity of Dropbox, you know, makes it more of a, a file migration effort if you're trying to pull into the fold what you have in Dropbox and and you know, there's integration, but anytime you have that integration, it's less than the optimal experience. You know, we saw the integration with Dropbox in Teams and you can navigate through that file structure, but you can't search it. So um, I think it's the, the the more you can bring it into one platform, the the simpler the user experience is, and you're always going to have you know one-off situations that it makes sense, it just works, and you're going to leave it alone. So you just have to figure out you know is there enough pain to bring it into the fold, or do you leave it as it is today and just use the integration? And as we come to uh, sort of wrapping up these different um, platform migrations, just I think the reason, or part of the reasoning for doing this is for the larger clients that we work with, is is they you know coming up again if it's important about the communication and how these projects are run, is to be a provider that can help with migrating off of di- uh, you know multiple platforms and into one if they're looking at moving from different, uh, for maybe at a at, at a certain point in time moving from one or two or three of these different platforms over to Office 365, how we could help with sort of coordination and the communication around doing those types of, of migrations. I think it's come up with us where we've seen some of our clients where we could see some benefit for um, you know, us helping. And it's just not from a technical, it's also from a, how do we plan this out, coordinate this and put a, you know, the right communication plan in place. So as we're wrapping this up, I mean, really, um, if you're looking to, we're getting to the point where we're saying if you're looking to migrate from any platform over to Office 365, we'd love to be able to talk to you about doing that. Uh, it's not just from that technical standpoint, but from more of a planning, coordination, what's the right strategy for you to do this. Um, we'd love to have those types of conversations uh, with you. We've got a lot of, I mean, we, we're, our, our, um, we've been doing a lot of um, you know, on-prem to Office 365, so people who want to make that move, and have been doing a lot of migrations from a product called Jive Software to Office 365, and we're just stepping out and doing a uh, looking at other platforms that where people need help with. So, um, appreciate everybody listening to this. Thanks for doing this, Tommy. Sure thing. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful day. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Work Together Better podcast. We're available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you're looking for a partner to help you craft a modern digital workplace on the Microsoft Cloud, please come by and see us at 3will.com. That's the number three spelled out, W-I-L-L.com. Thank you and have a great day.